Hi everyone, I'm Alex. I'm Maggie. And this is Socially Course. The podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film and marriage. So, well, yeah, go on, you can you can have the honours. We hope you have noticed our new um, jingle. And we'll, yeah, if you haven't noticed it, something's probably pretty yeah. wrong with you. Okay, fair enough. And but the outro. We're very, we're very happy with it, so um, thanks, to, shout out if ever he hears it, to Andros from Fiverr so, for yeah. doing it for us, so it was, was very good. He was super good with it. Yeah. Uh, we'll hope you notice the new outro as well, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. listen, listen mm-hmm. towards the end, just so you hear it. So, today we're going to be talking about geeks and nerds and things that fall into that category mm-hmm. of you know geekdom in mm-hmm. general so mm-hmm. if you consider yourself a geek or a nerd or if even if not you've probably heard the argument of what is a geek and what is a nerd and i think nowadays it's pretty much come down to the same description yeah, um, everyone's kind of settled on one thing now. So, Maggie, do you want to take us through what a geek is? And I'll go through what a nerd is. Uh huh. So, a geek is somebody extremely knowledgeable about certain topics. Um, tend to be more social than um your the what you would consider a nerd as such. Um, but I, I have a big problem with that. But that's beside the point because if you're interested in a topic, you'll find other people. But that's basically it's a general description. It's a it's general not like description. A... It's it's a one that encompasses kind of things like you know Game of Thrones geeks or. Yeah. You know, Lord of the Rings geeks, or even like I don't nail art geeks. Let's, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a it's a term. graphic design geeks. It's exactly. all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's a term. You, for... you generally tend to find geeks in more creative job roles as well. Like I say, graphic design and things like that. You generally find those are. Don't generalize. I'm just you generalize. How <laughs> I will. Don't generalize. But That's I will. Very nice. But it, well, I'm not. I said in general. I didn't say all geeks are like that. Yeah, but this is what we're going to be I've... talking about. Fine. Not okay. making assumptions. Fine. Damn, woman. Move on. Do you want to finish off with the origin of the word geek? So, the term originated from traveling carnivals, where the geek was an act who was kind of a bit weird. Yeah, they it was described as uh, the act who would perform, quote-unquote, disgusting acts mm-hmm. to uh, entertain audiences. One of the main events, which is biting the head off a chicken. So, geeks, we should be proud of that origin. Yeah. I mean, if you ever feel the need to bite the head off a chicken, then now you know. that's on you, man. That's yeah. on you. So, yeah, so the, the counterpoint to that is a nerd where they're typically kind of less social. Like I said, this is a general description. This is not me. We're going to talk about this later on, but this is not how I categorize people. <laughs> um, yeah, so a nerd generally considered quite solitary. Um, not necessarily antisocial, but they prefer to do things alone. They prefer to do activities which they can play alone or with only a limited amount of other people um so when it comes to board games and things like that they'd prefer to play chess mm-hmm. uh, because it's quite intellectual and it's you know it's quite uh personal it's quite intimate it's quite an intimate game um and they're, they're generally very good with technology you'll generally find developers and things like that those are the people who generally are attributed to the term nerd mm-hmm. um and the the Origin of the word nerd actually came from a Dr. Zeus book, uh, which is if I ran the zoo and there's this sort of uh, sentence where he just names a bunch of, ra- you know, Dr. Zeus is, he just names a bunch of random animals with nonsense words. And one of those words was a nerd. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think it was like a, a magazine in 1959 or something in uh, Mi- uh, yeah Michigan in mm. uh, Detroit um, started using the word nerd to describe people who were like squares you know who were mm. you know, who, a nerd if, atypically you think yeah. of an American nerd yeah. you think of a dork or something yeah. like that that's what they came to mean but now mm. obviously it's taken on different hopefully mm-hmm. it's taken on different it's less of an yeah. insult now it's more of like hey you're a nerd cool 
Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's the main thing that we've noticed is that being a nerd isn't necessarily considered like an insult. It is in some circles, obviously. Still, we I, bullies will use it as a bad word. Yeah. But it's more like we've actually been talking about this for a while, but there's, you know, terms like dork are probably more negative than the word nerd. So nerd is just, you know, somebody intelligent. Geek is somebody who just has a passion for something. And even um, uh, one of the people who has summed it up really well is Will Wheaton. Yeah. When he said, uttered his famous line of don't be a dick, which where he kind of explained that, you know, anyone who is passionate about anything is a geek, a geek. or a nerd. Yeah. Like any time that you're passionate, oh, passionately defending something, then you're probably a geek to Like particularly, I'm not talking about politics or sports where it's something very tangible in sense of like, it's not something that you can go yeah. watch as such. But like, it's things like, you know, like I say, for example, Game of Thrones, like I had this discussion at work where a lot of people didn't consider themselves geeks. And I said, look, I heard you arguing about houses yeah, yeah. from Game of if, Thrones. You're a geek. <laughs> if you are that passionate about a topic, like I say, TV, film, music, uh, yeah. even really specific things like directors or actors or, yeah. you know, sound guys, things like that. If yeah. you feel so passionate about it that you, you not necessarily argue in a bad way, no. but if you if you discuss it with people and you argue about it with people, you're generally a geek. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, if you say like, oh, I really like... Guillermo del Toro's films. I love this one and this one and this one and this one. Yeah. You're a Guillermo del Toro geek. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. No, that's like a very say, positive you, thing. You just, yeah, exactly. You, it's getting to the point now where you start to attribute the word geek with just knowledge, extreme knowledge about a certain subject. Yeah. And if someone just, calls you a Game passion. of Thrones geek, you're like, awesome, I know a ton yeah. about Game of Thrones. It's just a passion. It's a passion and you're passionate about it. And I think, to be fair, a lot of people are starting to realize that if you're passionate about something, it makes you different and it makes you, it makes you interesting because... Yeah. Then and it's all about the kind of finding your circles in terms of finding like-minded people getting together and I think that's what's beautiful about geekery is that you basically then are not alone in the world you're kind of you can find anybody to talk to so yeah, it's, it's really very nice it's a very inviting well for the most part it's an inviting yes community. that's another this thing is, we need to yeah. talk about a bit later on like going back to that whole Will Wheaton thing of don't be a dick mm-hmm. yeah you have to not be a dick to yeah. other people yeah you know it yeah. But, but it's, we'll get it's, onto that a bit later. Yeah. I mean, I think the way that we came to this topic and why we wanted to talk about it is that we were actually um, planning on having a Disney um, weekend this weekend yeah. where we wanted to watch a bunch of Disney films. And we kind of had that quick discussion where we were like, is, you know, if you love Disney, is that geek? And it's like, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. But it was just interesting to us to kind of even think that we had to even ask that because, yes, of course, there are people who know Disney films inside and out. There are, there are stores dedicated to just Disney stuff. Like, yeah. people are... Yeah obsessed with disney and that's that's no oh, i keep hitting the freaking um but that's, yeah but like ad, like geekery. adults as well it's not just kids yeah, yeah oh, of like, course. you know me and maggie quite happily yeah. sit down and have disney. we didn't actually do it because we didn't have no. time but yeah uh, then then for example we also got onto the thing of like you know now that disney owns star wars it's brought like together yeah it's brought together whole other yeah. forms of geekdoms just into one place and it's massive main like star yeah. wars geekdom and comic book geekdom. Yeah. marvel comics and star wars are like two of the biggest heavy yeah. hitters you will ever find yeah. in the geek world and disney are like right you're mine yeah and that's it now they just own these things yeah i mean always and, this star trek as well as a big uh, geekdom i'm just saying. well i mean yeah but they're still making new star trek films and stuff so obviously someone's someone's picking up interest in it yeah yeah but that's true the less said about that the better <laughs> previous podcast Plug so yeah pod. um yeah we wanted to talk a bit about our favorite disney films as well and kind of yeah why just we kind like of them delve into it, that geekdom and yeah because kind of, you know show off that you know there's there's a certain amount of geekery to it and even yeah. we are not completely oblivious to it you know there's there's some disney films that we love 
There's tons of Disney films that we love. I have no shame Some. about it at all. What was that? Some Disney films. Some of us like more Disney films than others. But we can get into why, actually, that has happened. So that's quite interesting as well. But yeah. So, Alex, do you want to start with your favorite? Not really. I'm still trying to figure out what it is. Okay. I have so many Disney films that I love. I know from Disney that my favorite currently, my favorite Disney film, well, it's difficult because do we take Disney Pixar as well or do we just talk about Yeah, I think so. You kind of have to. Well, if we take Disney Pixar, if we take Disney Pixar, then Inside Out. Uh, is the favorite if we take just disney purely it's moana at the minute because it's it's just so good but before that it was actually mulan that was one of my favorite that and pocahontas actually mulan is excellent i never enjoyed pocahontas i've only watched it a couple times i didn't really get into see i don't like the lion king and i know Mm. 99 percent of people are gonna be like you don't like the lion king yeah i don't really like the lion king it's okay and don't be a dick that's the well yeah that's that's the the thing yeah i don't like lion king because I personally don't feel like it's that great. It's mm. been hyped up a lot, but mm. I think that's because it's old. But, you know, that besides the point, I'm not saying anyone who likes The Lion King is an idiot or anything no. like that. Obviously, everyone likes their own thing. Mm-hmm. I personally don't like it. Mm-hmm. And like I say, I never like things like uh, Pocahontas or anything like that. But I did like stuff like Beauty and the Beast because mm. that's kind of what I grew up with. Mm. Um, so, you know, it, it was that and Aladdin and Jungle Book and the kind of old school Disney yeah. films. Uh, a lot of the new school Disney films were made, like Moana is... Right now, mm-hmm. hands down, my favorite new Disney mm-hmm. thing because mm-hmm. it's absolutely phenomenal. Inside Out is great, mm-hmm. but it's the saddest thing. I don't think I can ever well, watch actually, it ever again. I've watched it I twice revise? and I've, I've nearly died. Inside Out is amazing, but also Wally. I love Wally because oh. of the concept of it, like the oh. fact that they made you feel things for a robot that spoke like three words. Well, not even that, but it made you sit down and think, oh, gee, yeah, that's actually how we are heading yeah. right now. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah. yeah, exactly. They, they, you know, they built this main character up so much and through the whole film, he does say like three words. But and one just, of those words just, is his own name. so much for him. Like you cry at the end. Yeah, exactly. If he does like, it, like, every if, single time. You, yeah. 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 Um, and so, so, you know, it's, it's very interesting from that perspective, but that was more Pixar, I feel like, rather than... Disney. My favorite, what Cars was Disney Pixar, wasn't it? Or was I feel it like just that was Pixar? Pixar originally. Oh, I'm going to have to Google this now. Maggie, distract the people while I Google it. Right. So, yeah. So, um, uh, oh, God. This put me on the spot. Oh, God. Oh, God. Alex, Distract them back. quickly. Come distract back. them. Come distract back. them. Come back. <laughs> no, it, it's got to be Disney because, uh, yeah, I got a bunch of their toys from the Disney film one. Shut up. Don't judge me. So... But yes, um, so it was produced by Pixar and then released by Disney. Ah, um, but for the longest time, that was my favorite, and I don't know why. Because yeah, you love it. In hindsight, and looking at it from a, a more judgmental point of view, it's crap. But no, the first cast is good. Yeah, it, it's not great though. When you compare it to things, especially now like Milan and yeah. you think, what is cars? I'm looking forward to the third one because that looks like it's coming back to what it was. Yeah, but not only that, but it, I was thinking about this earlier. Actually, it's quite an interesting idea that i've got it it looks like it's um more in depth where it comes to kind of lightning mcqueen who's the main character is kind mm. of you know there are much faster cars now it's mm-hmm. kind of like the older athletes being outpaced by the younger ones it's almost rocky style really um but i like the idea that it's come full circle as well so mm. in the first film he was the young rookie who was just mm. smashing everyone didn't care about anything mm. and obviously it took like an older racer to mm-hmm. make him understand make what was important mm-hmm. um and then the second one the less said about that the better mm-hmm. and then the third one um yeah it looks like it's coming full circle again it looks like he's the older race car that's probably going to have to retire because there's yeah. new young bucks coming in but I, 
I'd like to think they're going to end it where he ends up kind of tutoring him, yeah. which I think would be really yeah. cool. So. Like a mentor, just like um, he had. But yeah, there are tons and tons of, you know, and obviously all, mm-hmm. a lot of the live action remakes are coming out now. Mm-hmm. Don't want to sound too biased. I haven't seen too many of them. I've seen Jungle Book. No, we were going to watch um, Beauty and the Beast the remake today. But, but we didn't have time. We just don't, didn't have time. We did not have time for that. Um, I know the Mulan remake's coming out, but mm-hmm. one of the things, obviously, that we, we loved about the Mulan animated film was that it was the music. The music yeah, was obviously. Phenomenal. And Mushu and everything, and it was just, oh. you know, you, you can't really beat that voice acting. <laughs> Dishonor on you! Dishonor, Dishonor on, on your cow! cow. So yeah, that's <laughs> you may know understand uh. now how you feel about Mulan. <laughs> and I know they're going to do it without any music. And that's sucky, because I don't want to, like... The whole thing about Disney is, I don't know, if they're trying to remake them to appeal more to adults now, because mm. it seems to be like they make them live yeah. action and make them quite serious. Yeah. Like Jungle Book, dark. Jungle Book was actually really dark, yeah, mm. with like Shere Khan and everything. And yeah, but anyway, yeah. Let's slightly get down off topic. to business, to defeat the Huns. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so there's our we bit. We just have to get that out of our system. So, yeah, they are bringing out a couple of new Disney films. I wrote down a few just so we can talk I mean, about I'm them. seeing Incredibles 2 on there, which is yeah, such Incredibles a long-awaited thing. It's going to be so bad, I'm isn't surprised it? it took them this long to jump on it, if it's I'm It's going honest. to be so bad. Yeah. It's, it depends what they do with it, because obviously there's a lot of things that you've got to take into account. Things no, like no, Jack-Jack. It- because he's going to be older now, surely. Just, and look, the amount of powers he had at the end any, of the first Incredible look, film. Look, any remake is going to be bad. Unfortunately, like pe- the pe- reason people want Incredibles 2 is because Incredibles were so good because it's a little bit different. A little wrong, bit of a different nostalgia. take. Yeah, it's just like, going to be bad. But I mean, people have been waiting 13 years for it. 14 by the time it actually comes out. 2003 that was released. I no, 2004, that. sorry. 2004 that was released. That's ridiculous. That's mental. That is mental. <laughs> Because I remember that coming out. And that was good out. animation, considering it's 13 years ago. Right, it was actually yeah. really good. But, but they were kind of finding their stride then. So. Yeah. Um, so and yeah, they're bringing out The Incredibles 2. They're bringing out Toy Story 4, no. which I am absolutely no. gutted with. They ended it, finished, it so well. It finished perfectly. It, it, it was perfect. It came completely full circle. Yeah. I feel as though if they're just doing Toy Story 4, it's just going to be Toy Story 1 yeah. over again with different and, and a different it's just owner. pointless. It's pointless. They finished it. Like I was so proud of them for Toy Story 3 because it was such a perfect ending to it it was like like they nailed childhood was, really it, it was, was like they just got it so right and again we cried because it was the end of childhood and that's just what it is but that was it that was how it was meant to finish and they just why do they could just bring it i up? know they they take a slightly different turn in there i feel as though they're getting a little bit desperate for topics yeah. now because i think uh i don't know if it's the owner or the kid or whatever but um bo peep mm. was given away in the third film Mm. because everyone's really sad that she's gone. And obviously Woody's crushed, because, you know, um, I'm pretty sure she's not there in the third film. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. they, they go on a mission to find her, basically. That's the whole thing. And yeah, it's going to be crap. So, it's just crap. <laughs> like I said, they're bringing out Cars 3, which we've already talked about. They're also bringing out a film which looks quite interesting, which is called Gigantic, which is based on Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh, again. It looks slightly different in terms of... I, was, I only managed to read a little bit about it, but... I think he climbs the beanstalk and he meets the giant's daughter. Oh, Jesus. He's like 12 or something. Oh, come on. But obviously, you know, she's a giant as well. Ugh. Two worlds thing, really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's not coming out until 2020. We've got like three years to judge okay, it. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Good. <clears throat> but yeah. There's a lot to be said in terms of, you know, I mean, Disney, to be fair, 
as a geekdom starts so young because mm. that's the other thing about like if you can hear our jingling right now by the way it's the it's cat, the cat. Deciding sorry to about that but um um but you can kind of see the difference of kind of the social kind of difference because mm. alex was brought up with disney films like disney made films and like star wars and star trek yes, as well yeah, like, no, 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 yeah. but like you know i was I mean, brought like, up a geek yeah, yeah, obviously, but like, as in, in terms of like fairy tales. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. You got like the Disney remakes, whereas oh, you mean like a cultural, yeah, like a yeah. cultural difference. Like, um, f- like for me, all the stories that I knew that were kind of Disney stories in the sort of I call it Western country, but it's, that's stupid to call it like that. But basically, in like the US, UK, like it was all Disney. Yeah, and we had the kind of the more raw. Yeah, they were uh, more the, true uh, to the original. Yeah, a little bit Brothers more Grimm. true. Not as yeah. gritty as the actual sort of Brothers no, Grimm. No, but for example, deals, we, but... when we had, like, when, um, like, sort of the Czech production yeah. company made The Little Mermaid, it actually ended it the way that it was meant to end, where she sacrificed herself yeah, she for did, him. Yeah. And she kind of went back to the ocean and died and became a ton of flowers, basically. So it's just a, a little bit of a different take on it and it was all live action there was no animation yeah it was all yeah. acted out there was no special effect it was just the stories and it was just a, a completely different take on it and i mean i saw some disney films and to be fair actually one of my favorite um animations when i was younger was thumbelina and that wasn't even disney but i always yeah, assumed it yeah, was disney yeah, yeah um, you kind of just attributed it yeah you? Like, because yeah, it's, it's an animation a, a young you animated just, film you're like oh yeah, must be disney <laughs> exactly so it was just very interesting to then realize that you know, for example, Alex had never kind of like it's always been animation when it's been stories like that. It's not yeah, been yeah. live action, really. So now they're remaking Absolutely. it. But I'm like, well, I've already seen like Cinderella, for example, we have as a typical Christmas film for us, which is really so, good. Like, yeah. I like I like the kind of check take on it. It's a, it's a beautiful story. Yeah, it didn't end, strictly speaking, like it did in the, the original no. tales no. or like. The stepsisters cut their toes off to fit their no, but shoe it didn't. For example, and... it didn't. For example, have the fairy godmother and the yeah, no, carriage I, I and stuff. That, yeah. It just had it an was... owl. Yeah, that was that it. Helped. Was a wise owl, wasn't yeah. it? Did it give and, give and, her like nuts? Or something? Yeah, no. It was um the one of the workers from the um. It was actually quite funny. To yeah, be fair. it was like she she was like the obviously the peasant and she was cleaning up and she had to clean up certain stuff. And um, one of the peasants was going into the city to um, buy stuff for the madams and for the sisters. And he said, what do you want, Cinderella? And she just said, oh, whatever hits you on the nose. And while he's driving, like, there's a, there's three nuts yeah. that hit him, literally fall into his lap and hit him in the nose. So he brings those back and then the owl kind of shows her that they're magical and they will give her whatever outfits she needs. So she has three outfits. She's a hunter. She's a... She's oh. like the princess. And then she's a she's princess, the... but what she's before... I don't remember. Anyway, but it's just a it's just a little bit of a different take on it in terms of it just shows you a different side to yeah, the stories. It's, it's, it's quite interesting to look at the cultural differences yeah. as well because, like I say, you grew up with the more kind of raw stuff, whereas obviously I grew up with all of the the animated stuff, and it mm-hmm. it's interesting to draw contrast because, like, there were you know there's a few Disney films that Maggie's never seen, and mm-hmm. obviously there's quite a few live action films that I've never seen when mm-hmm. it comes to like the fairy tales and things like that. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to sit down and watch those weekend this weekend, but uh, yeah, we didn't get a chance because I showed you Aladdin recently that you hadn't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen um, that actually. And to be fair, we didn't have that as a story, but I didn't even know what to expect from that. That was interesting. I, I could have told you that from start. But yeah, but, but yeah, so um. <laughs> So yes, that that's kind of where the Disney geekdom and that kind of difference as well is. But I think one other thing that I'd like to... I don't know whether you've got anything else, but no. one other thing that I'd love to talk about in terms of the nerd and geek is something that keeps playing on my mind whenever I think of 
sort of judging someone and it's um, when we went to see the talk, a talk by Brandon Sanderson one of our oh. favorite fantasy authors oh, if you've ever and read Brandon Sanderson it's if amazing. you haven't and you like reading fantasy go read Brandon and Sanderson I, I any like of his books Brandon Sanderson because even though I like sci-fi he has fantasy but it's got some bits of like logic to it like the magic yeah, it, is it's logical not, yeah it's not, it's not just like someone can summon fire they, yeah. they do something and he describes it. it very very specifically example, what they have to do yeah, to when, get to be magic yeah or when they're like like using projects uh, objects to propel themselves yeah. he says you know the object that you throw down to the ground will give you the equal amount of force that it goes down and it's like yeah that's misborn yeah if you want the perfect example of it read the misborn trilogy yeah. by i mean there's more books to it now but if you read the misborn trilogy by brandon sanderson you'll really understand good. what we mean when he says like he explains the yeah, magic it's logical magic but anyway so we went to a talk by him and he went a lot into how much because of the way that nerddom and geekdom has actually become part of popular culture and i lose quotation marks in that but it's become more popular culture like big bang theory for example is really like popular, I say, it, it like changes that. when you get older because yeah. now everyone's watching superhero films exactly. and everyone's watching yeah. to, you know so but he kind Star of he stuff. kind of went into the idea that you know a lot of geeks have now become snobbish and they've yeah. kind of become very non-inclusive because they feel like people are jumping on the bandwagon solely for the purpose of jumping on it. But like a lot of times, for example, if somebody says, oh, I, I love uh, Marvel and I love Iron Man, and they'll be like, oh, have you read the comics? And they're like, no, well, you're not a real Iron Man fan. Yeah. And it's like, you shouldn't be like that. You should be well, happy that, you know, that your your yeah. geekdom is being passed on and that more people are enjoying and it. And you I can mean, talk to people about yeah, it. Yeah. Well. And, and you can educate people. And, you know, there's there's a... We were talking about this. There's a fine line, obviously. There are some people who will just say that and not want to know anymore. And those geeks, you know, fair enough. We might not particularly love them as, as geeks ourselves. But, you know, at least you accept them and you just leave them be. But if there are, for example... What if there's a geek who's seen the Marvel films and says, oh, I really loved them. And you're like, do you know the origin backstories? Have you read the comics? And they're like, no, actually. And you're like, well, do you want me to tell yeah, you about yeah, them? Or do you want me to tell you which all. comic yeah, to, you, you can borrow to read? And and if they're interested in that, then you're just, you're just educating more people. So it's that, it's that idea that we need to stop taking in like we need to stop being like oh well if you haven't seen everything to do with this yeah. then you're not a real geek like I, because I used it's to be like that when it when it first came out I, you know I was that kind of person who'd be like oh you're not a real fan if you haven't done this this and this yeah but then obviously you know time went on a couple of years down the line and I just thought why am I why am I being such a dick about it yeah and like I say it it hit me that realization where it was like I can talk to people about yeah. Iron Man and stuff now and it's great like yeah. I haven't read any of the original comics or anything like that. Mm. And, uh, well, I've read a couple. Don't get me wrong; I've read a few, but mm. not as many as obviously the hardcore yeah. geeks who would have literally yeah. read them all from uh, you know yeah. issue one to issue whatever it is now, exactly. and all of the variants of the comics. Because yeah. you don't just the thing is if you if you're trying to break into comic book geekdom, it's really difficult yeah. because there is no just Iron Man comic. No. There's like fifteen mm-hmm. different splinters of Iron mm-hmm. Man comics. Same with Spike. Same with all the heroes. Yeah. And it's really difficult to know where to start. Yeah. So if you if you know that point where to start, why not just tell people and say, hey, if you're interested in more, why don't you check out this? Yeah. But it's the same, like, for example, with um, my Star Trek geekdom. Like, I consider myself a Trekkie, but actually a lot of, like, the real Trekkies might yeah. sometimes shun me because they're like, oh, well, you haven't seen the original films, like, five times. You haven't seen the original series, which yeah. I don't just particularly like, and that's fine. But, like, you haven't seen the original series, you haven't played the game, so you don't know the backstories of these characters, you haven't, you know, and there's so many things that you could do around the geekdom, and that's fine. Like, if you're that passionate that you're just going to invest into everything around it, that's great. But 
what is wrong with me saying that I'm a Trekkie if it just like means that I've seen all the TV shows yeah, that are to it. Yeah. I've seen them multiple times, all of them. Um, I've seen the, all the films once because I didn't particularly enjoy them. And I, to be fair, I stopped watching original series because I didn't particularly enjoy it. But is there something wrong with me saying that I'm a Trekkie? You know, and, yeah, and is yeah. it the same, like, for example, if I meet someone and they're like, oh, I really like Star Trek. And I'll be like, oh, which um, series have you watched? And they'll just say... Oh, just um, Star Trek Voyager, for example. And I'll be, I, and there's probably a part of me that would be like, huh. But then at the same time, I just have to be like, hey, at least that we I have something Voyager. in common. Yeah. And you yeah. can talk about that. Yeah. And then you, you can use that as a gateway to say, like, if you enjoyed Voyager, you'd probably really enjoy Next Generation. Exactly. And they'll say, oh, you know, it's yeah. on Netflix. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Or they might say, no, actually, I just enjoyed Voyager because of the way it was. It's like, that's fine. At least we still have something to talk about. Like, the, the race is still into app. We can talk about Borg. We can talk about. Oh, the Borg. We can't talk about Klingon, really. Maybe a little bit, but you know, it, there's there's still things that we can talk about, and it's, you know, you have to just just accept that geekdoms are now so huge. You can't expect everybody to be the same level of geek, but that doesn't yeah. mean that they're any less of a geek. You've got to make the effort to talk to people about it and yeah. not be snobbish about it. I know yeah. it can be difficult. Like I say, we've both done it in the past. I mean, it can and we be both because... look and we both look back now and we're like, oh god, you know, I could have handled that situation yeah. so much better or whatever and you know and it can be difficult because a lot of the times when we were younger we would have gotten bullied for certain things oh absolutely and now uh, those you know. bullies might actually be enjoying this, the geeky yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. but to be fair isn't that just a way to be like oh hey that's good we have something in common now you know you have to kind of rise above that I mean I know there's more serious accounts of bullying I'm not belittling bullying but if it's sort of you know somebody said that you're a nerd and said it in a bad way and just basically was derogatory about that and nothing else like if there's been no physical bullying if there was no yeah. psychological damage if it was just that then you can forgive them obviously i'm not saying that nerd and geekdom forgives bullying because yeah that's, that's like wrong. a whole different topic that's a whole other topic but you know at least this this you know there might be people from your past that you suddenly reconnect with because of geekdoms and that's lovely that's nice i like that yeah no it's good like i say it, it we it, it seems like it's quite a, an inclusive community yeah. And obviously, we just have to kind of make more efforts to mm. keep it that way and and grow yeah. with it. Obviously, there are people who kind of just seek to profit from it and all that oh, kind yeah. of stuff, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, that's just you know they're, not they're still long. pumping out Avengers films, and hell, yeah. I love Avengers yeah. films. So, and also, you know, there's the there are obviously some geek communities that aren't as good as some. So I know that yeah. there are a lot of people on the Facebook group that we are part of that you know have said that in other groups they have gotten kind of bullied a little bit yeah. or you know cosplayers who have kind of been sexualized and that's not right yeah it's, but it's irritating yeah. those aren't probably real geeks they're probably just people who i don't know i just i don't know what yeah to they, think they about feel that. like well, they're, they're people who go on to make trouble really yeah. i mean like i say there are people who are going to be like that and there are going to be real geeks and nerds who mm-hmm. are going to be awful about it yeah. and it's it's up to us to educate them as well, though. That's mm-hmm. the thing. If if they stop being dicks about it, it's up to us to say, "Whoa, well, you know, why don't you just talk to me about it instead yeah. of instead of shouting at me and saying I'm not a real geek? Why don't mm-hmm. you say, hey, have you tried this? Yeah. Why don't we do this? Yeah. It's a great way to make new friends. I think so. So, yeah. So, I think, do we need to wrap up? Probably? Yeah, yeah. I think for now we should bit, probably, yeah. But this is something that I think we're passionate about, and I think both Highly. me and Alex have been recently have been saying you know let's mock, both make an effort to not mock people let's both make an effort you know if somebody not says judge, we don't think, yeah. we don't like game of thrones for example if somebody says oh do you like game of thrones we don't just say nah it's crap 
we say, no, I didn't enjoy it. I tried it. Um, for example, Alex has read all the books, and we just didn't. Them. Yeah, and, and but he's you read them, and um, I tried the first episode of the TV show, and I just did not enjoy it. And I can give you reasons why, but just don't like outright say nah. Yeah, because I used to be like that. But like, oh, do you watch Game of Thrones? Like, oh no, it's crap. It's just a crap show, and then that would just lead to yeah. tension. Whereas now, if someone asks me, I'm just like, oh no, I didn't really enjoy it, and they yeah. say, oh, why not? I'm like, well, I watched the first season, and it just didn't grab me. I can give more specific reasons why, but like, you know, that's a whole podcast yeah. by itself. But exactly. So so just you know, just go by Will Wheaton's motto. Just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And that's a good way to wrap up every single podcast we do from now on. So <laughs> thank you, Will Wheaton. If you ever listen to this if you by some miracle respond to the tweet that we'll inevitably tag you in now, <laughs> you know, we love you, Will Wheaton. <laughs> yeah. Please please be our friend. Please be our friend, please. Will Wheaton. You're, you're we'll, a god. We'll come on tabletop. You're I swear to god, we'll come on tabletop. Oh god, please invite us on tabletop. Can you make a tabletop in the UK? We can host it for you. Yeah, we'll, I don't we'll give host you, it for I, you. Okay, I'll give all of my money to host it. Anyway, that wraps it up for today. For the discussion. Yeah. Oh, we had a random useless fact, didn't we? We talked about one this morning. Now I've completely blanked on it. Oh, crap. It was a really good one as well. Yeah. It was like quite a gruesome one. Damn it. Damn it. We need to find a random use of fact right now. Oh, come on now, people. <laughs> we what? need to give our listeners a way to break into conversation with a random use of fact. We just so, need to do this. Finish off with random use of fact. Here we go. Go on, Alex. The pop you hear when you crack your knuckles is actually a bubble of gas burning. I've just remembered what it was. The oh, come on. Useless fact. Okay, we'll leave it for next. Next podcast. <laughs> you can be tense about waiting for the next podcast. So that wraps up today's discussion. So thank you very much for listening. I've been Alex. I've been Maggie. And this was Socially Socially Coarse. Bye-bye.